Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Tuesday, April 11th in the year 2023. The world continues to spin out of control. It just should be the daily headline. How much farther down the toilet bowl can we get? As the lunatics run the asylum and try everything they can to wear people out and break their will and bring them to their knees. Fortunately, people are, have a greater resolve, especially those awake. Those that are newly awakening are probably in a disturbing point, wondering what the heck they were in a dream for. And those that are still asleep are comfortable. In fact, they probably are all snuggled up on, well, I was going to say on my pillow, but I don't think the liberals like my pillow. Good reason to get them one. Patriots, one thing to keep in mind right now for certain is that we are in a crisis. And that crisis is growing worse, and it's time to make sure that you definitely maintain a home defense plan. Going to the range is expensive. Having the option to train at home safely and train good gun safety habits is essential. And that's one of those reasons that we have iTarget Pro. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. You definitely do, itargetpro. Patriots, I don't know if you know this or not, but almost all Bibles now are printed in China. In fact, there's only a couple of printers in the United States and they can even print Bibles to the capacity and to the quality that is needed. I know this is an ongoing issue with the Founders Bible and trying to sort and source out an American printer. And it's one of the reasons I also know that there's efforts going on to establish a printer here in the States with its substantial cost. Um, with that, I just so I highlight that coming up, we're going to be, I, we're trying to, to get things ready. So coming up, we'll be making an announcement of a special edition Founders Bible that will be coming out. We're going to take pre-orders, but it won't print, it won't be available until the fall. It will be American printed, but it will have an insert, which will be a Bards of War insert, specifically framing the whole concept of the Bible as the warrior Christ. I think you'll find it it's, it's something Brad and I have been working on now uh, for a number of weeks as we start to draft that. It's going to be a very special edition, and it's going to be a, a wonderful edition for the Founder's Bible. Um, but I say all this because this little report right here kind of puts things in framing of what we can expect with future Bible editions. 
The Chinese Communist Party is rewriting the Bible. They're saying that it'll take them about 10 years to make all the adjustments needed so that this Bible will fit their agenda. We know the Bible as the preserved Word of God and that from Genesis to Revelation, it points to Jesus revealing His love to mankind. But wait till you see what they wrote about our loving Savior, Jesus. This is straight out of John chapter 8. This is when the woman that was supposedly caught in adultery was brought to Jesus. Jesus once said to the angry crowd who was trying to stone a woman who had sinned, He who is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. When his words came to their ears, they stopped moving forward. When everyone went out, Jesus stoned the woman himself and said, I am also a sinner. This is not the first time this has happened and it will not be the last. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button for more. So this is something to be aware of, that they are definitely trying to rewrite. This is also what's happening in digital form, that there are rewrites going on digitally. And especially with AI, it's allowing them to do specific rewrites. This is just to be uh, aware. I mean, when you wonder, like when I go back to the Founders Bible, this is something that uh, Pastor Brad Cummings is heavily involved in and making sure there's the integrity in the Scripture and finding the publishers that can publish it safely and correctly. I can't tell you that American editions will reflect those changes in China, but I can tell you they'll be susceptible to it. And unfortunately, publishers that are publishing in China have no interest in publishing in the United States because it's cheaper. And what's even worse about that is that it's using, well, we know, it's using some form of a... a you know, cheap labor to get things done. The ridiculous thing you hear frequently from people is that, and I've heard this exact thing, well, it exposes the Chinese to to God's word. Well, they don't need that exposure. There's 30,000 revivals happening a day over there at the risk of life. Their government is aware of that, and that's why they're trying to change the Bible. So be very aware of the editions you buy uh, AMP and Amplified and uh, NASB 1995 remain my two top choices. And just be aware in reading across editions, it's a good idea to make sure that um, you're careful. Uh, there's a number, NAV is probably one of the most challenging because it tends to try to neutral or regularize the language a little too much. So anyway, just some some comments here important in Scripture as we move forward in a crazy world and we can't expect them not to go after scripture because to do that, to not to do that would allow the continued rise of the greatest threat they've ever faced, which is the rise of those who walk and believe in the Son of God and the power of the one God, the true God and the God of hosts. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, in this time, as we face yet again more unprecedented attacks. Now to your word, it's written in scripture and to the constant of attack by these governments that seek to become the lords and the, govern the gods of this earth. We're going to begin this prayer today by us declaring what authorities were given to us. Father, one of the things that we have to start coming to grips with is that we are on the front line and that you have given us authorities to, com to combat these elements, and that we have to start stepping into the authorities. And so we pray today for the realization and understanding that we are sons and daughters of you, that we are the future kings and queens of this world, the rulers, 
and to start acting like it. And that has a lot of meaning in that statement, as you well know. So, Father, part of that is the awakening of our responsibilities, responsibilities that were given to us by Jesus, responsibilities that include Luke 10, 19, Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. And John 14, 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. So, Father, these are the beginning things, as well with the statement of Christ, and ultimately, we need to love thy neighbor as one of the greatest acts. And as we love you, Father, we have to embrace the loving of thy neighbor. These are all things that are scripturally bound. And unfortunately, in this time of division, it's easy for us to drift and to forget our way and our responsibility and truly what it means when the, we say that words are the, have the power of life and death, that these are truly words spoken by royalty and that we need to begin to embrace the power of what we are. For we are accountable to all thoughts, to all things spoken, and all things done in the end. And that accountability, again, comes with a higher level of responsibility because we, again, are born of the Most High. So, Father, we pray that this will settle in because as we embrace this walk, we start to realize the greater purpose and mission for why we are here. We are your children on this earth, and we are here to literally learn to rule and to reign as we move forward. So we pray that with that, that we will be able to not only say that we love you, God, but that we love you forever in all that we do, and to embrace that glory and the responsibility of that in all that we do. Father, this is a time when you're calling the remnant to the line, and you're calling us into this place of standing to evil. And there are many that choose now to wait for the return and to do nothing, and that is their choice. Like all things, you've given us free will. But this is a time of threshing, to see the rise of the true warriors in Christ, to see those that are willing to step into the arena to get dirty, to accept the fact that sometimes we're going to get roughed up. But the one thing that never changes is your love for us and your, your fact that you'll never forsake us. So, Father, we pray now for this strength and heart in a time when things seem to be so massive and so overwhelming to realize that part of this in our walk is this time to allow those to come back and to be redeemed not to be anxious for vengeance, not to be anxious for the hand of crushing hand of some sort of wrath, but to understand that all that you are is love and all that you are in this process is to work through to try to bring as many home as possible. This redefines warrior in many ways, but what it does is it redefines the warrior to a higher state and a higher level than most have ever walked. A warrior like Christ that was so mighty and so ferocious and yet never had to raise the sword of steel, instead was able to demonstrate the power of the sword of the Spirit. And Father, in this legacy of Jesus and all that was sacrificed for us, let us understand what we are doing here. 
that as we declare things in this world, as we seek that declaration, you shall provide. Maybe not on our timeline, but you shall provide. But that has not to do with material things. This is something, again, that while you'll provide for us, it's within the state of what is needed. Stewardship and conservation are key here. So we say this because there's a tendency to try to convolute in the greater world of of pastoring, that somehow that if we pray for a jet or if we pray for a car, it's suddenly going to be given to us. And we know better. We've created problems we have to get ourselves out of. Those are problems that we're responsible for. That includes debt. That includes the burdens of this life. And so we also know that part of that is seeking forgiveness and repentance for those actions we've done. But the part that we have to continually be reminded of, Father, and we ask for this constant nudge, is the reminder of our nobility on this earth. We are dealing with an enemy that has spent literally trillions and trillions of dollars to convince us that we are lesser, to convince us that we have no power, to convince us that we are that you are just some figment of a, of a story of the past. Father, this is time when we need to step into the arena, and we pray for that strength now. As patriots consider where they are, reflect deeply on what authorities are given, and begin that discipline of training those things, which the spiritual gifts and spiritual tools of warfare that we have to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to raise the dead and greater works than he. And above all, to be humbled to listen to where you want us to be, not just to assume that that's where we're all going to walk, but instead listen to the guidance that you put us in and where you want us to be. And to remember, for you, this is a marathon. For us, it seems like a sprint. So, Father, we just ask for that wisdom to settle on people's hearts, that confidence of knowing where they're at, and in so doing, to realize that we can make a significant difference and change in this world because this is our authorities, but we have to believe in it. So guide us, Father, in these times. Give us the wisdom when we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I think this is one of our biggest challenges in this point in time. And it's a challenge that we have to start overcoming a lot of very devious programming. Programming that has tried to convince us that somehow we are not of the origins that we are. I mean, we are literally of the Most High. And in so doing and understanding that, understanding what we're capable of. And that doesn't just come with a snap of a finger. And it's not black magic and it's not witchery. This is working through the, the declarations that we make. And those declarations are given, are provided with Father as we do them. We can't go out and you can't cast out demons for somebody who's not a Christian. And for that matter, somebody that isn't saved, what you can do is you can you can bind the, this demonic force so you can have a conversation with them, but ultimately that person has to accept Christ. For a person that has already accepted Christ, binding demons so you can have a conversation with them is giving space so they can have the connection with Father and be refilled in the glory and the light and the Holy Spirit. So we're not performing black magic, but when it comes to healing, God made us perfect. We can proclaim that healing be done. We can declare it. And in so declaring it, let God work. 
He is, he will provide for us. And he's already paid the price, by the way. He gave his son to pay that bill. So we need to start using that authority in this world to be greater and more powerful in kingdom. This enemy knows how powerful our God is. His enemy understands very clearly what they're up against. And the only way that they can minimize the effect in this time is for this enemy to convince us that we are lesser, to convince us to walk away from God, to convince us that we are somehow not part of this. So when we step into that authority and that greatness of what God gave us, we're now starting to walk into that training, that place of becoming the princes, becoming the kings and queens of future reign. You're looking for a bride, and this is part of us being shaped to be the bride. And that's a choice that each one must make. Some will not be comfortable with that. Some will choose to sit on the sideline and wait. And that's a choice. It doesn't mean you're not going to heaven. But heaven's not an egalitarian level space. It's not a socialist empire. And a lot of what goes on here is the refining and the refining of those that are going to step into that place. And we can make a massive difference in this time. And it's good that we can because this world is in chaos right now. And we're seeing what happens when these fools get let out of their cage and run amok. And they are authoritarian by nature. Just look at Gavin Newsom now, who's screaming bloody murder to want to, to want to punish, as a politician voted by the people, he wants to punish Orange County City of Huntington Beach for refusing to allow multi-unit properties to be built on single-family residence parcels. They're trying to force this high-density living. They're trying to force the future model of, of the uh, lockdown cities, the 15-minute cities, which are nothing more than just internment camps with high-level digital surveillance, with the conveniences that lure people in under the false god and false religion of climate change. So we're seeing their authoritarian nature because they themselves already see themselves as gods. And unfortunately, we have given them that authority with this COVID con and how many people fell for that and went with that. And we're starting to see the unraveling of stability. In Chicago, half of the Walmarts have now closed, half of them. Now think about that, of how many people are dependent upon that sort of low-cost goods, convenience for all the social things that they need and life things that they need, and also food, because Walmarts all carry food. Once you start to take away these accesses, you're now starting to strip away the ability, people's ability to even get food at an affordable price. Something's going to have to change. And if you have lived in these big cities, I lived in Philadelphia long enough to say, that, and even in Portland, it's the same thing. There's an, only a very few number of stores that serve an enormously large audience. And when those stores start to go away, you start to see the unraveling of stability within these metropolitan areas. We're into a great shaking right now. The systems are starting to break. The logistics, logistic and supply system is already stressed way beyond its ability. The Fed can't fix that. So they create all these, these various distractions, whether it's transgenders, whether it's 
whether it's going to be some discussion about Fed now, whether it's going to be the, the discussions on Capitol Hill to have Jim Jordan investigate the DA in New York. These are all smoke and mirrors at the end of the day. The principal thing that we face as people start to awaken more and more into the understanding that we are in a spiritual war is these people need to create constant levels of fear and agitation, but they know that on the back end, their only big win is to collapse the economy and force people into a system that they will must be part of to buy and sell. And that is, if you believe that's the mark, that's fine. If you just, but either way, it's a, it is an enslavement system, an enslavement system that is rolling out and they are doing everything they can to keep your eyes off of it. Don't let your eyes fall. We have our due diligence and responsibility to fill the silos every day, to prepare ourselves for breaking away from this economy and living outside of an economy that has already said that if you do not follow their rules, you will not be able to participate within the walls of the world that they create. I'm okay with that. And we all need to be. The great shaking is upon us and it has to fall. And we really should be praying for the collapse of Babylon because the collapse of Babylon will lead to something greater. And with that, I would encourage us all, and we'll bring this into prayer more and more, that as we pray for the collapse of Babylon, let us also pray for the wisdom for God to guide us into creating a system that is is an equitable system where people are not slaves, but they're actually living free. Those are the powerful places where, where we can anchor our prayers and then in our daily lives expand our role and our work to include healing, in particular healing. There's so many people that are broken right now, spiritually and physically and emotionally. And those are people that God created perfectly on this earth. They didn't arrive that way. They've become that way because of the various attacks and so forth upon them. We can lead them to healing and in so doing, introduce them to the love of Christ. And we can declare healing. And I would encourage us all to do it because the more we do, the more we restore, the more the people return home. And that's a beautiful thing. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, tonight we have a great interview with Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, Special Forces Retired. It's going to have another good conversation with him. He's been on before. So until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable. 
that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 